Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the April 13th edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We always start off our show with a prayer, and man, do we need to pray right now. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, pray in thanksgiving that everybody here who's listening can listen. Pray for all those who have gone before us, that they be in heaven. All those people who are, uh, who are sick, that they be healed. All the people who are taking care of those who are sick uh, to be um, strengthened uh, and to know that they're loved and appreciated and all those people who are mourning to be comforted. Holy Spirit, to come upon all of us, stay with us and God us throughout this really hard time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Well, y'all, um, I'm Coach Alan Dredd. I'm the head soccer coach at De La Salle for Boys and Girls Soccer and also the uh, Director of Coaching at Soccer Innovations of America which all three are dormant right now um, as we uh, wait out the challenge of, of, of this age, okay, uh, COVID-19. And uh, we have, after the commercial break coming up for you, a, a really uh, striking interview with Coach Eric Held, who's the director of the Louisiana High School uh, Coaches Association. That's for all sports, okay, not just uh, for soccer. And he was definitely there for all the soccer uh, festivities, for all-stars and, and state championship games. And and he's got a, uh, a very sobering story that might help us put everything into perspective, okay? And uh, uh, what we're really going to focus on is uh, a couple of days ago, they made the executive decision to cancel all spring sports. Uh, with the understanding that it, it was academic, that the that the governor's going to have to cancel the rest of this year, okay? Uh, whether or not the schools can do what they're supposed to do and, uh, and, and educate the kids until the end of May or just go into hiatus till next semester uh, remains to be seen. But y'all, I'm going to tell you— um, it's time for plan C, D, and E. It really, really is. Uh, I think you can really start to foresee uh, virtual graduations. Uh, uh, no American Legion baseball. And, and uh, LSA put a nice little schedule out there for the end of May. And uh, uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, what the governor has to say about that. You know, uh, because... Right now, it's starting to look more and more like we're even talking about uh, postponement of NCAA football and NFL football, y'all. I mean, chew on that. We live in the South. Um, so uh, I'm not going to spread any false rumors. Nothing's been determined and nothing's been as, – as far as right now, as far as airtime is concerned, you know, everything is going back to normal on April 30th, although uh, – um, uh, about four weeks ago when I was on airtime, it seemed like everything was going to come together on this date, okay, April 13th, the day after Easter Sunday. And um, and so uh, we go to the next wave of, of, of things to happen. And I just want to encourage everybody, this is Easter Monday. Uh, generations upon generations before us have gone through um, crisis situations that in many ways 
maybe or far worse. You know, um, the Spanish flu is the one uh, that we could think of, but the the, gener- <laughs> uh, the year just before that was World War One, and and then of course uh, World War Two and and. Uh, uh, Vietnam, I mean, this just goes on and on. Every every generation has to deal with something. This is just our turn, and we need to do this right. And uh, and in soccer, people, we need to be in the forefront. Okay, we're the most popular sport in the world. Uh, we need to act accordingly and um, and um, be role models for our countrymen and for our world citizens out there. Anyway, we're going to take a break for commercial. When we come back, we're going to talk to Coach Held and uh, and get his take on all of this COVID-19 stuff on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. And welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We're really privileged to have on our phone with us, my dove in the background, <laughs> and the director of the Louisiana High School Coaches Association, Coach Eric Held. Coach, welcome to the show. Coach Dorita, thanks for having me. Obviously, listening to my bird in the background, everything's upside down right now with us having to work from home and and work out of out of our comfort zone. And uh, how how hard has it been for you guys at the LHSAA? It's been different, of course, not being in the office, um, getting up at the same time in the morning and getting to work and being there for your eight or nine hour day and seeing the other fifteen or sixteen people in the office that that you're friends with not only work with but have a friendship with them and work together on different things so it's been a little different but we've been able to work remotely from home and have a conference call once a week and everybody's staying on top of things with email and of course with the ever popular zoom meetings oh my uh, personally, how are you doing with that? I mean, I, obviously, you could tell by my tone of voice, I'm sick of them. Yeah, we've been we've been good with it. Um, we've had Zoom meetings before, and um, they've they've working very nicely, and um, we're able to communicate and and meet. And the only thing is, we're not there able to interact with each other in person. So we're still able to communicate, still taking notes, and still working forward and keeping the LHSA going. Yeah. And I think y'all been doing a great job. And uh, you set out a communication this week is the reason why I got in touch with you. I want, I want everybody to hear from the horse's mouth, the hard decision you had to make about this spring. Yeah, because it is a big deal uh, for us soccer people. All right. What goes on with the rest of the LHSA, believe it or not. Sure. So, one part of my job with being the director of the coaches association is just to um, bring coaches together in the uh, with with a goal of professional development and coaches education. And uh, just like when uh, I was a teacher for 24 years, you had your professional development meetings a few times a year, and it's kind of the same thing with coaches, just to be able to. Uh, especially with all this downtime now to be able to still get better and to still uh, be a be a learner still. And just like in teaching, you want to learn the new trends. Um, you want to read and stay up on things and always be, be able to 
uh, entertain and give your students new information. Well, same thing with getting better personally uh, in your sport um, and be able to give something back to your to your athletes on whatever sport you're in. Well, as a coach, I'm appreciating you keeping us um, uh, like you do the hard work for us. Like I went to a U.S. soccer forum this last week that uh, you were able to invite us to. And and uh, we do appreciate your efforts in that regard, because this is a golden opportunity for professional development. If I've ever seen one, you know, um, how hard of a decision was it for y'all to uh, cancel the spring? Yes, yeah, so Mr. Bonine um, happened to be with him at the, the basketball state championship. And you first started to hear about the coronavirus kind of after Mardi Gras took place. So near the end of February. And then we went into girls basketball in Lake Charles at the Burton Coliseum that first week of March. And you started to hear about it a little more. And then, of course, um, they um ncaa started canceling events and um well at first saying that they would play the ncaa tournament in front of empty arenas so you started to think to yourself that ah, this is kind of serious or are they jumping the gun and then three and a half months out when they canceled the college world series you kind of thought it was ridiculous because it was so far in advance. And then a lot of people were asking, Hey, what do they know that we don't know? Right. right. And, um, I was one of the biggest critics at first, how can they be canceling this event? And then of course you start to learn about the virus and how serious it is. And, um, the CDC starts putting the limitations as far as the number of people you can meet with. And, um, being in that room where Mr. Bonine had to make that decision to play the finals of the boys' championships on that Friday and Saturday in Lake Charles in front of an empty arena. That was the first big decision. And then, of course, John Bell Edwards at the same time on that Friday came out with, okay, we would um, shut down school until April 13th, which is which is today. Yeah. And uh, here we are. We're still... Um, it, we're, we're now in the shelter and place mandate, which runs through the end of the month. So during that time, Mr. Bonine was always of the mindset that we're going to push forward. We're going to see where this goes and we're not going to cancel. They had seven or eight other states coach that canceled um, spring sports seasons. And he didn't want to jump on the bandwagon and make a knee jerk decision. He wanted to see how this went and as it kept going he persevered and didn't make that decision however the numbers just started uh getting worse where you had number of cases the number of deaths the number of people going on ventilators and so it was really a, a grim picture that we saw and we thought well it'll be pushed back to the end of april let's see what happens then and then it just got to the point where the uh Superintendents Association um, got together and met, and they recommended to the governor to um, and uh, to just shut down school and to close school facilities. And then the, uh, Bessie did the same thing, and then the Department of Education last week. And so at that point, uh, Mr. Bonine just knew that if there were those entities along with the 
what the CDC was recommending to close school facilities and not bring students and personnel back to finish the 1920 school year, then it was inevitable. So he decided not to wait for the governor and just uh, instead of delaying the inevitable, make a tough decision. And uh, that's what he did last week. And uh, he did not want to do that. But what, what we're looking at is with this pandemic is um, it, it's tough. The number of deaths that we've seen in Louisiana is one of those epicenters that we've seen. And there's, there's just so much out there that we don't know how long it's going to last, um, when the vaccine will come out for this, or if one will come out, who's going to uh, be available for it. There's so many different questions out there. So with the uncertainty, he made the right decision. And it's so unfortunate for our athletes, especially the seniors of the class of 2020. Yeah, which, which, as you said in your communication to us, he's got one under his roof, you know? So it had to be even doubly as hard for him to do that. It really was. And, um, you know, that was a, a non-factor when, he came, when it came to him making that decision. However, he had to be the one to tell his son, who's a senior triple jumper at Catholic High, hey, I'm making this call and uh, we're coming out with it tomorrow that we're going to cancel the remainder of the year. So it hit home and it was personal for him and he knew it was going to be tough for his son. It was tough for him as a, as a dad. Uh, I have a senior daughter who just finished uh, her athletic career, but her prom, her graduation, her senior trip, those things are um, in question, two of the three and her senior trip, hopefully she'll be able to take it next year and with it being postponed. But, um, you know, the experiences that you had for almost four years leading up to that and the relationships you built, the friendships and the memories you created, at least you, you were able to have those things. It's unfortunate you weren't able to finish the last few weeks of your athletic career or month and a half or two months uh, if, if you were in those seasons that ended with the uh, playoffs in, in May. Um, that's very unfortunate, I feel, for those kids, and it's disappointing. It's heartbreaking, really. Um, it, unfortunately, it's something that had to be done. Yeah, well, my mom died from a respiratory illness that was kind of unidentified. They, call, they called it, um, I forgot what they called it, but they, they just didn't know what it was. At the very, very last week of January, and now I'm starting to wonder, she got cremated, so we can't exhume. But uh, right. I'm I'm feeling like you know during the state championships for soccer we we were spreading it all over the place and and there's something's just too more much more important than sports you know uh, even though this is hard for a pill for this class of 2020 to swallow this will be something like a badge of courage they'll be able to wear for the rest of their lives that you know they made a sacrifice to help others live you know sure no question and um, I don't it may be unbeknownst to you but I, I lost uh, my dad last week to the virus. I and, was not uh, aware of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, oh, uh, my. Yes. And um, like you said, there's things that are more important. Um, it's still surreal because uh, he was improving and then uh, took a turn for a worse. And um, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a tough deal. It really is. And um, it's something that's consumed our, our lives. Um, 
it's it's the first story on every newscast and it's in print media it's social media you name it and it's something that's um you know will be just like the the spanish flu pandemic of 2000 or 1918 um this will be something that's remembered in 2020 Right, right. Uh, um, easily, I'm so, I'm so heartbroken for you. On uh, in, I rest assured, all of our listeners' prayers will be with you and your family. Is your mother still around? She is, and um, oh, she's my. tested positive two weeks ago, but has been asymptomatic and has been uh, a source of strength and for for all her kids, all her siblings. Um, it, it's it's just been. Um, something that I think keeps everybody afloat, how she's been isolated, but has been such an example of strength and, um, you know, a person of strong faith. And that's something that has got her through this and something that helps us get through this. And my dad was a person of strong faith as well. So it's something that we can look back on with him, but also see her example. And uh, that's something that helps helps us get through. Just got a text message where it looks like tomorrow the governor um, may close school for the remainder of the year. So okay. it's uh, it's an announcement that is inevitable, um, and that would be Tuesday the fourteenth, of course. But um, yeah. it's something that we thought he may do the Friday before, and. He didn't, thought maybe it would be at the end of the week last week, but it was something that he's been thinking of uh, possibly doing, and I think it's just been inevitable for the last week and a half. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, um, it feels like, you know, talking about your father and mother just puts everything totally, totally in perspective. You know, the next thing I was going to talk to you about was spring football and volleyball tryouts. And like, you know, I can see those maybe getting pushed back. Um, Have y'all even have contingency plans that that might happen? That uh, like we might be starting football later, like the NFL starting to tweet and talk about? Sure. So, um, spring football it, it, is gone. Yeah, school is canceled. <laughs> spring football is gone. And with spring football now is if you, if schools do not want to partake in spring football in May, they can not participate and they'll get an extra week in the fall before your regular start of practice in August. So, um, because no one will have spring football, then every school in the state will have an extra week at, at that time. So that's definitely the consideration right now that's going to happen because that's in the handbook yeah. um, right now. Of course, you mentioned there's talk about with college football, hey, we'll come on time. Will the NFL start on time? Um, the NBA is still talking about finishing their season. What are they going to do? Um, the NBA uh, leading up to once they're able to come back. I read today that um, the um, medical professionals and staffs with the teams got together and they said 25 days minimum before they could start playing just so uh, players are able to get back in yeah. and uh, <laughs> practice social distancing and get in shape again. And they could 
um, test these players every day and the, the, the personnel, the staffs, the coaches with these teams before they started playing games. And then they have to think about, hey, are we going to play in front of empty arenas? So when the professional leagues are doing that and the, the NCAA is doing that, they, they, do they set an example for you? Sure, but again, high school is still a little bit different. Than, than the colleges, but it does make you think when the NCAA shuts down one of its biggest money makers in the right. basketball tournament, that, that kind of, you know, get looks at things. Uh, colleges, they're canceling events through June. Uh, we've seen professional sports events canceled, and you can see what the virus has done. Yeah, you really can. Well, look, you got every, you got the whole soccer community at your ear. Uh, anything you want to tell us going forward? Yeah, sure. Um, it, it was fun being able to be at the uh, at Southeastern, which I thought was a great venue. We had a lot of positive feedback. Uh, Southeastern really enjoyed hosting that event, as well as the uh, Hammond Visitors Bureau. I think that's what it's called, or the Tourist Bureau. They enjoyed hosting a state championship event. I know the Southeastern Athletic Administration did as well. I thought they did a really good job. They're getting a new turf out there. So um, I think that'll uh, definitely play a little different. We talked about that when we were there. Um, had the girls and boys all-star events there. So it was really good to kind of, in my first year on the job, connect with the uh, a lot of the members of the soccer coaching community and put names to faces and uh, that's the good part about this job because uh, I've coached football so long, been in baseball, been in golf, even coached a little track and field as well. Some of the sports that you're not really involved with like volleyball or basketball or softball or soccer and you start to meet a lot of these coaches and build relationships in those sports because it's your job uh, as the director of the Coaches Association to represent them. So it's been good to do that, to reach out, to talk with soccer coaches and, um, again, help at this time, help give soccer coaches some coaches' education and some opportunities for professional development as well. Well, rest assured that uh, we're going to be praying uh, not just for the pros of your father, but the health of your mother and the strength of your family as we go on from here. And you always have an outlet here to, if you ever need to talk to any of the soccer people in Louisiana. Okay, Coach? Well, Coach, I appreciate you having me and um, appreciate you being a friend. You were someone that coached me 30 years ago. I have a lot of respect for you and you and the many. Uh, coaches and teachers at Brother Martin were a big influence on me in getting into this. And it's uh, taken me a long time to get here and to um, mature and kind of find my own way and taken a while. But uh, I'd like to say I've uh, finally got there, so to speak, but still learning, still growing every day. And that's something we all need to do in our uh, professions. Uh, coach, it's like yesterday I saw I saw you win in that uh, overtime game against Ruston, okay? So don't start talking about how long it took. It's like a day in my life. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Coach, thanks for coming on board. God bless you. 
Coach, thank you for having me. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. All right, everybody. And that was Coach Eric Held, uh, the director of the Louisiana High School Soccer Coaches Association. Uh, and it just gives me chills to say that because, as he mentioned, I wasn't going to bring that up in the interview. You know, it's not about me. But uh, I do have a relationship with him. He used to kick for us at at uh, Brother Martin. And uh, for Bob Conlon, who's a De La Salle graduate, it's kind of weird how everything comes full circle. But but uh, still, you know, when you're a teacher, you always see your, the 17-year-olds in your head. And I know it gets frustrating for all of you uh, 30-year-olds and 50-year-olds, in his case, that when y'all run into us, that we don't recognize you because we still see the 17-year-old in our heads. And y'all moved way on from that. And uh, and so it's, uh, it's always a great feeling, though, when you hear it. Um, success stories like his and his is definitely a success story and i do ask for y'all prayers um uh, going forward i mean th- this was uh i was not expecting him to tell me that his father had died a week ago uh wow how, how awful is that i mean you know and then he still came on the air to talk and so uh um Let's continue to keep not only him in our prayers, but uh, everybody in the state that's dealing with this. And let's just continue to keep this under, under you know, proper perspective. Okay, uh, uh, right now uh, I don't know if y'all been if y'all are any geeks out there, but I'm a I'm a kind of a geek, and uh, they're replaying the 50th anniversary of Apollo 13 uh, uh, minute by minute as it happened 50 years ago right now, and I've been enjoying it. Uh, just uh, even though I was like eight at the time. Uh, still, I can remember Apollo 13 and and how it looked like absolute disaster, you know, and carnage for the three astronauts up there turned into one of mankind's greatest triumphs. So, you know, we're in the middle of this. This is a wartime situation. And how many times have the generations before us have to do, do stuff like this and, and work through it? Let's make sure that we make our mark uh, on on posterity and make sure that we are doing the right things and not rush into playing too early, complaining about we're not playing uh, when there are bigger fish to fry here, okay, which is keeping people alive. All right. Um, uh, God bless all of you and all your family, and God willing, we'll be on the air next week on Monday Night Football, You Voice for Youth Soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter, Director of Coaching at Soccer Innovations of America and and, uh, and also the Head Soccer Coach for uh, Girls and Boys Soccer Program at Dulles Hopefully we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.